Welcome to Commuter Highlights from First Church Belfast. Here we've distilled our normal Sunday service into a call to worship, a prayer, two readings, a sermon and an organ outro for you to listen to on your way to work, out on a walk or wherever. If you feel so inclined, you can support our work by going to firstchurchbelfast.org and clicking on the donate button. We really would appreciate it. Here is this week's Commuter Highlights from First Church, Belfast. Good morning everyone and a very warm welcome to this, our Music Sunday here in First Church, Belfast. We open our hearts to receive God's welcome. We open our hands to greet one another. We open our lives to God's invitation to live in love and in freedom. We join together in prayer for music which calms our fears, lifts our hearts, speaks to our souls and takes us beyond words into the presence of your joy. Give us, O Lord, a deeper love for the language, this language of your praise, that in its light we may see your light, in its glory find your glory. Holy God, who calls us beyond the limits of our poor understandings and holds wide heaven's door to receptive hearts, take us to this holy place, we pray, by the grace of music, into the wonder that silences all agitation, into the praise that binds up all fear. And lead us on by the way of music to glimpse a oneness which cannot yet be fully seen, and find a rest which cannot yet be fully known. So shall we perceive that unity which foreshadows the end of all divisions and that silence which heralds the beginning of all joys and know ourselves to be at last your redeemed people, graced and raised by song. We pray the prayer that Jesus taught when he said, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
me quote from the dictionary. Music is defined as the art of combining tones to form expressive composition, any rhythmic sequence of pleasing sounds. I think the Oxford English Dictionary isn't doing music any favours. But music, I believe, is so much more than just this rather dry clinical definition. Music is everywhere around us and can be found anywhere, especially in the realm of nature. And you heard the birds singing, the water running, the leaves rustling and the wind blowing. Everything contains music and all music is a gift from God. And when we hear these natural sounds, our mind becomes calm and we are more at peace. In the midst of the concert of nature, we forget our worries and we leave them far behind. Music helps us to come to terms with ourselves and for us to find our real self. The more traditional form of music is a great medium to express our emotions, especially to another person. Sometimes we have difficulties in articulating our feelings to others. And maybe that's why music is such a big part of a teenager's life. But it's not just confined to one generation. That piece of music, that one song, is often forever connected to a particular person or a specific event. Hearing it, even catching the first few bars of it, can evoke such wonderful memories. Music is one of the finest forms of art. And like other forms of art, music requires great technical and creative skill, including the use of the imagination. And just like dance is a form of artistic expression through the body, and painting which requires the finest strokes of a brush, music is composed of different sounds working together in harmony. It delights our senses. And so, for instance, what a fragrance is to our nose, a glorious sunset to our eyes, a feathery touch to our skin, a delicious meal to our palate, so music is to our ears. The great Greek philosopher Plato once said that music should be an indispensable part of education. And in his scheme of education, he emphasised three types of discipline. First, mathematics for the development and training of our brain. Well, maybe not quite that. Second, gymnastics for the development and training of our body. Good luck with that. And finally, but not last but not least, he said music was used for the feeding of our soul. Leonard Bernstein once said, Music can name the unnameable and communicate the unknowable. Therefore, music helps us to connect with our real selves, which is our very being. And while turning to music, we start to undertake the inward journey to the very centre of our very souls. Martin Luther, the 16th century church reformer, once said, Next to the word of God, the noble art of music is the greatest treasure in the world.
Music and singing is not just for our own individual pleasure. I found this article in the Library of Congress, which talked about how important music and singing was in the civil rights movement of the 1950s. You'll hear references to the Highlander Folk School, an organization founded in 1932 in Tennessee, which literally gave black people a voice especially during the racial strife of the 50s and 60s. Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks and John Lewis, who died recently, was an American politician and, and civil rights activist, all visited the school at one time or another. And so I share with you today this article. African-American spirituals, gospel and folk music all played an important part in the civil rights movement. Singers and mu musicians collaborate, collaborated with ethnomusicologists and song collectors to disseminate songs to activists, both at large meetings and through publications. They sang these songs for multiple purposes, to motivate them through long marches, for psychological strength against harassment and brutality, and sometimes to simply pass the time when waiting for something to happen. In their interview with the Civil Rights History Project, folk singers Guy and Candy Carowan sing the songs, The Tree of Life, Eyes on the Prize, and We Shall Overcome. The Carowans worked at the Highlander Folk School in Tennessee where activists from around the country came to be trained in nonviolent philosophy and learned the songs of the movement. And she explains, there were songs for every mood. There were the very jubilant songs. There were the very sad songs when someone was killed. You know, there were the songs used as par at parties. There was all the humor where you poked fun at people, the satire. Activist and folk, folk singer Pete Seeger also remembers how important music was to the civil rights movement in his interview. He performed many concerts to raise money for civil rights organizations and helped spread the song We Shall Overcome to civil rights workers at the Highlander Folk School. In 1964, he came to Jackson, Mississippi to support the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committees Mississippi Freedom Summer Project. And while he was there, three civil rights workers, Andrew Goodman, Michael Schwerner, and James Cheney, went missing. He remembers, I was in singing to about 200 people in a church when they gave me a piece of paper that said they found the bodies of Goodman, Schwerner, and Cheney. And I made this announcement. There was no shouting, there was no anger. I saw lips moving in prayer. And I think I sang this song that Fred Hellerman made up. O healing river, send down your waters, send down your waters upon this land. It's a beautiful song. Jamila Jones grew up in Alabama and sang professionally as a teenager with the Montgomery Gospel Trio and the Haram, Harambe singers. In 1958, she came to the Highlander Folk School for nonviolent activist training. 
As Jones, Jones recalls in her interview, Highlander was raided by the police who shut off all the lights in the building. She found the strength to sing out into the darkness, adding a new verse, We are not afraid, to the song We Shall Overcome. Jones explains, And we got louder and louder with singing that verse, until one of the policemen came and he said to me, If you have to sing, and he was actually shaking, do you have to sing so loud? And I could not believe it. Here these people had all the guns, the billy clubs, the power, or so we thought. And he was asking me, with a shake, if I would not sing so loud. And it was that time that I really understood the power of our music. Amen.
We're now going to perform Un mio bambino caro um, from Janice Kiki by Puccini. And in this, uh, she's pleading with her father to let her marry the man that she loves.
After the benediction, Richard is going to play a final piece of music, and I think when he finishes that, I think it would be appropriate for us to show our appreciation in the normal way to Richard and to Ruth and to Mary for being part of this wonderful service this morning. Go your way rejoicing in God's power for change. And may the God of grace work with you and within you until justice fills the earth. Amen. <laughs>